I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Thursday, January the 10th, 2019. Can you believe it? That is unreal. And we have been MIA for a while. Oh, too long. Yeah, so we thought we would do some catching up this time. Yes. And see what has been happening in the wor- in our world, at least. And um, so what you've been up to? <laughs> <laughs> so many things. You had a lot of stuff going on at Charles Homestead the last month or two. Oh, yes. We're always busy. October, November, December. Yep. That's hopping time. Hopping times. Mm-hmm. Victorian Christmas. Doesn't yeah. that just sound fun? Victorian Christmas. Yeah, you had a lot of great volunteers helping you out. Oh, we couldn't do it without them. They do a great job. Yeah, and, um, oh, let's see, you had some music programs? Yes. Or did you? Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think. We didn't have our usual concert this year. We actually got snowed out. Well, that happened a lot of things. We missed um, our community uh, swinging elderly singles night. Yeah, that's right. Our day, uh, which everybody so looks forward to. I know. It's a good meal for all the singles, and there's a room full of us. Yeah, and we play bingo, and we just have a really good time and see a lot of great people, and we couldn't do it because of the weather. There were three or four things that got canceled. We had 20 inches of snow. Yeah, and then before that, we had a terrible ice storm. The ice storm was just unreal. I was without power, I don't know, about three days, and I stayed with a good friend of mine, and he was without power about five days. Yeah, yeah, they were the last ones to get Mm -hmm. it. Ours was out about three days. Yes. And, uh, but people have been coming into the shop where I work, and what happened? Oh, all the broken trees. Yeah, it it does. It looks like a bomb went off coming up the mountain. All the tops are broken out of all Mm -hmm. the trees. It's the, that happened not too long after I moved back here in '90. Mm-hmm. We had a big storm like that that broke everything, all the timber. But it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes, I once in my 18 years since yeah. I've lived here, we yeah. had where you just like Clue and I stood out on the front porch, and it just sounded like gunshot. Well, you know, an inch. If you can imagine an inch of ice. On every single tree limb. Yes. Uh, it really was. It was an inch of ice. Um, and it was also so totally unexpected. I know. They, they didn't predict it They at didn't all. really tell us that it was going to be this bad. And I, I had all my stuff charged up, but I didn't have a book. And I didn't have... Um, I didn't have a book to listen to. And I didn't have a book downloaded. I had to go down to Stewart after a day or two and get a book downloaded at the library. Oh. You know, and I discovered something on my Kindle that I didn't know. It downloads videos from because I'm on Amazon Prime. It has a little stock of videos tucked away somewhere in there. So along about, I don't know, Friday or Saturday night or have whatever night it was when I'd been totally sensory deprived for three days. (laughs) I was playing with it, and this movie came up that I could watch offline. It was called Valerian and the Crystal City or something, or the City, Thousand City. It was a really campy science fiction movie. That it was kind of spaghetti western style, but I enjoyed that thing so darn much. <laughs> because, but you hadn't ordered it. No, it was just there, and uh, apparently, they, it keeps movies on my Kindle when I uh, am not paying attention. Hmm. So, um, so I, but I enjoyed that so much. So, thank you, Amazon, for saving my sanity. It, <laughs> Ten o'clock. <laughs> I know we we night. played we played a lot of poker. Yeah, my friend and I. You know, that I was, was there all by stuck all by myself, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> so I really enjoyed that. Very simple. Valerian and the 
and the city of thousands or thousands, uh, my stitching group, Young Women, knew exactly what I was talking about when I I've never it. heard of it. No. <laughs> and I figured nobody would have ever heard of it because, you know, why would they give you really good movies? But they apparently they do. So, so anyway. Yes, yeah. So we got through... Through weather events. Yeah. And, uh, and Thanksgiving. I mean, this is how long, folks, we've yeah, been away been from you. Yeah, it's a long you. time. October was um, frantic for you and sort of busy for me. Mm-hmm. But it was worth going to West Virginia for, yeah. for Thanksgiving. And right. we had 29 of us make that it back great. for all three, four days. We that just was great. had a ball. That was good. Yes. And then Christmas we spent here with um, our friend Dr. Puckett. That was good to see her. We've yep. been doing that, I don't know, seven it's years about or seven something. seven years now. So she missed one or two years here and there. but Christmas afternoon, yeah. three old single ladies. Yeah, get. <laughs> and then we had uh, dinner with Peter and Kathleen. A wonderful dinner and with Fritz, them. Yes. Who was a guest star for us one time. And that's our tradition now about eight years, I yeah. think. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so that was special. And, then um, I went to Durham, and dog and cat sat, yeah, sat for, a, for week. a week. Yeah, yeah. So, so things have been kind of busy here and there, mm-hmm. and, and then not busy, and up and down, round and about. Oh, tell them what you did while I was in Durham. What did I do? Oh, yes. Well, we uh, we had, what did, they don't call it, we had a mob uh, we had an intervention. An intervention, that's what I, I think it was. Yeah, two years ago, her lovely, lovely son, Taylor, bought uh, Beth a great big old TV, a flat screen um, television, and it sat in the front, up, right up against the front door of the living room for two years. That's of our right. Studio. In the box. In the box. And it sat there and sat there and sat there. And uh, before Beth left to go to Durham, I said, I'm going to set that TV up. And I don't think, I don't know if she relieved me. Well, I hoped. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it just so happened that uh, my very intelligent cousin Amy and our very intelligent friend Felix were available. And Felix, also being young and strong, um, came over and helped me move furniture. Because when I was looking after Clue, I said, you know, I could take this uh, short bookcase and replace it with the tall bookcase, and we'd have a place to put the TV. Perfect. And so we did. And uh, he's very smart, and he knew exactly how to move things around, and we did it. And then he and Amy put together the TV and made it work. That was the part I wasn't sure about because I just don't know anything about televisions. Um, Oh, you know, I don't. I haven't had a television in 18 years or something. Well, now I used to watch the old VHS. Yeah. I had an old clunker from a yard sale. And, of course, I still don't really have television since I'm not hooked up to anything except for Netflix and Amazon Prime and Roku, whatever that is. Yeah, and he sent, the very nice son sent a little, one of these little antenna things, the flat ones, the indoor antennas, but it didn't pick up anything. Which was kind of a relief, actually. But yeah, yeah. I don't care. I, I wouldn't <laughs> mind having PBS. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, uh, you can get that online. So, uh, so anyway, so we got that going. So we had a movie night. Yes, that was fun. We watched the Guernsey uh, Literary Society, Literary and Potato Peeling Pie Society, or yes. whatever. It's yeah, called. the Guernsey Literary and Potato. Peel Pie Society. Yeah, it was quite a delightful movie. Yeah, it's so a great to, book, too. Yeah, we got to, to watch that. And the, uh, it turned out the TV isn't quite as big as we thought. The box was huge. Yes. But it had a lot of packing. So. Yeah. No, it's a nice size. <laughs> it's a nice size. And now Amy and I are green because we have little... I, did, I went and bought... I think I probably told the story. I went and bought myself a TV back when I hurt my back last April. 
because it was really hurting me to sit and in front of the TV, uh, the computer, and wa try to watch videos or streaming. So I went down to Walmart and got lucky and got a deal on a smart TV. But all I had to do with it was plug it in. This one was a little bit more complicated, but it worked smooth as anything with the Felix and Amy doing it. Bless their hearts. So the next thing on our agenda for you, and we, we should put up a picture of your current cell phone. Oh, yeah. Because nobody's going to believe that you have this thing, and it still works. Oh, I've had it like 17 years. Yeah, so she has that. So her... Um, it has an antenna, folks. It has an antenna. It's Which not I, even a flip phone. No, it was before flip phones. <laughs> it's pre-flip phones. Yes, and my friend, our, our good friend JC, who has also been recorded on our podcast... Oh, yes. uh-huh. At least once, I, yeah, maybe I twice. maybe twice, yeah. And... Uh, he he told me one time when I pulled out my phone, had the little antenna, he said, Beth, look at it. The antenna's like plastic. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. do anything. I said, but this phone works so well. It works. It does. I took it across country when I traveled by train wow. from uh, Virginia out to California and back. Yeah. You know, it took a few weeks. And there were people with their gorgeous phones sitting in those cars, train cars, as we were going across the mountains of Nevada and Utah and wherever, and they weren't getting a signal. <laughs> and I pull out my little phone with its little antenna and made a call. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you. Yeah. Tra well, but Taylor is dragging his mom like kicking and screaming into the 21st century oh, because yes. he's bought her an iPhone. He got me an iPhone. And he has also bought her two Echoes and a whole bunch of smart light bulbs and some smart um, uh, electrical outlets and we've got some stuff to do after um, we get done here. We don't Setting have to wait up. two Christmases. Yeah, two yeah we're going we're gonna to get this done this time. And um, so I have a Echo, and I love the thing. I never thought I would love this thing so much. Well, see, it sort of scares me because of all the things you wonder what it's picking up from you. Well, I'm all, I'm all by myself. I talk to the dogs. Uh huh. So what you know? What's it gonna say? What's it gonna hear? Well, you know, that's true. It, I might, guess. it might check to see what I'm watching on TV, you know. But the TV probably does that without, mm -hmm. the, you know. Yeah, I guess we make those choices whether yeah. we're going to worry about it. Right. Because I mean, on the iPad. Yeah. Every if I just Google something, well, then you start to get ads. Oh for, yeah, you know. And if you put anything on Facebook, you, you you're not worried about privacy, even if it is private. I don't think it's private. Right. You know. So. Um, so I guess we've made that choice. Yeah, a yeah, while I think back. We've made that choice. So you know, I I haven't ever worried about it. I I know people that actually put. Um, tape over the camera in their laptop so that the laptop can't see them. Oh, I didn't know there was a camera in the Well, laptop. not in all laptops, but mm. there are in modern ones. This one doesn't have a camera, but but a uh, my, my newer one does have a camera. Gosh, I don't know if mine does or not from well, work. Well, you've got a camera on the on that when you well, I Skype. take pictures with it. Yeah, but you Skype. Oh, when I Skype, of course. Yeah, so it could it, it could look at you without you knowing it. Ooh. It probably. But that's never worried me. I mean... <laughs> well, that's true. What is somebody going to do with that information? Yeah. Um, if, I guess if you're not doing anything illegal, then... Well, you know, and there are privacy issues, but... Uh, it's just not something I've never worried about because I I don't figure I've, I'm I'm not that important. 
<laughs> that anybody's going to care, mm-hmm. you know. So, and, and, and it's not like we shop and spend money. Neither, yeah. neither one of that's us particularly. Yeah. So yeah. that's sort of wasted if if yeah. it's advertisement. Yeah, but and and I'm sure it's coincidence because you're also carrying around your cell phone with a camera, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's coincidence if something happened the other day. It's like I was thinking about something. Oh, yes. That's and really And then spooky. I got on Facebook, and there was an ad for the thing I was thinking of. I know. Now, that's And spooky. I didn't say anything. I know. And but I... I'm sure it's just because of the dynamics and the and the the fact that I do, when I do buy something, I buy the X. Y, and so it gets to Z the same way I get to Z. Yeah. But yeah. It, it was a little freaky. Yes, it is. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I'll tell you something freaky. It was nice freaky, I guess. But um, I took a picture of the birth, the homemade birthday cake that we had for a coworker yeah. today. Beautiful! Oh, it was good. Oh, it was yeah. apple walnut with a nice. with a hard caramel fudgy mm. type icing on top. Who made I that? mean, Julie. I was oh, thinking yeah. it must be Julie. Our director. Lisa, yeah. And so I took a picture and I had put it up on Facebook and. Within minutes, I had a message, and I opened it up, and there was a picture of a similar-looking cake with a, with a maple icing, and it was from a guy I dated in ninth grade. <laughs> now, he never says anything on... We've been friends on Facebook probably eight years. Right. He's never once said anything. Boo, never liked yeah. anything yeah. of mine. But it popped up. But he, well, sent it in a message. Oh, okay. And there it was. Isn't that odd? That was odd. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I think there's just things. But he was a nice guy. Yeah. So, I mean, that was. What's wrong with that? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Sometimes I think there's just these thoughts that float around and they attack people at the same time. (laughs) Like, you'll see um, several different books about a particular subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, that come out about the same time, right. even though there's nothing. The people have nothing to do with each other. Oh yeah, that's yeah. was just like um, Beth Macy's book. Yeah, about the drug. Yeah, the opioid. Yeah, uh, what's the name of her? Beth Hers Macy? is dope sick. Dope sick, right? And, and then, then hillbilly. Yeah, uh, what is the name of it, that one? Oh, she's uh, coming to speak. Y'all are having a Brunet, and she's great, and she's got a podcast herself. Yeah. And she is going to be speaking at the Reynolds Homestead on, right, uh, it's okay. called Hillbilly Drug Baby. Yeah. Hillbilly and so Baby. hers came out. Yeah, not very... Uh, right And around. I'm sure she had been working on it for a long time before Beth. Well, or um, it's yeah. or probably similar, yeah, yeah. similar time frame. Yeah, and so it's, it's um, you know, well, yeah, they worked at the same time, but she had been working on hers a long time before Beth came out. So it's just the it's the right. time that's right for these uh, subjects, exactly. Especially, exactly. Yeah. In fact, Louise Penny's latest mm-hmm. um, mystery that I got for Christmas, you know, and this is like her 15th, 16th book, it's dealing with the opioid crisis in Montreal. Wow. So, yeah. So, it it is, it's a time. We went to see Beth Macy. Yes, we did. That was a great, great talk. uh, Yeah, great talk on a very painful subject. Yes. So, we'll probably do that book for our Book club this year. I hope we this do. Year. I don't know. In fact, we. I would recommend it. Yeah. To everybody. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm sure it's. I haven't read it yet either, yeah. but just yeah, excerpts. We read, and, yeah, we read her Factory Man for. Yes. Um, which was very well done, and then we read the uh, the circus one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I True never. Vine. True Vine. True Vine. Right, and I never. A lot of, uh, I, I never got it read. Yeah, I, I really got a lot out of that one. But I just think that's she is an excellent writer, a very nice person, yeah. and to see her now be on the New York Times bestsellers list, that's you know, cool. it's just cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody that we kind of know. Yeah, yeah. Along with Mr. Clark, who we kind of know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Patrick County has some cool stuff. 
sure more does. than you would expect and some really talented interesting people for sure so okay what else have we been doing well i have made a commitment to myself because of beth making taking pictures of me all last summer in which i looked like my grandmother oh she thinks she looked fat i did i gained so much i hurt my back you know, taking care of dad uh, because his back was broken and so for about four months i couldn't do anything you were in pain i was in pain and i gained weight and i gained weight and i gained weight and so i finally realized what i was doing to myself I did drop some weight, I think. I had this stupid dial scale, and I, I couldn't really see how much I weighed. <laughs> <laughs> we get so old, we can't see the scale. Well, and you know, and when you <laughs> bend down to look at it, it, it moved, so it was like, I, it showed an astronomical weight. So I went and bought myself a digital scale, which showed a much smaller weight but but that time I'd sort of tried to get myself under control and so I invested six months in a um, app for my phone called Noom N-O-O-M O-O-M so you you bought that yeah yeah was it expensive well it was uh it's 18 dollars a month but you had to pay for six months ahead of time okay and I know the reason why a lot of people complain uh, about doing it it's a, it's a commitment it's an investment in your health and in your future so yeah it, it was kind of painful to come up with that kind of money yeah that's a hundred bucks yeah it was over a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and, and uh for six months but i figured if i do this i will do it because i'm cheap right if you pay that money by golly <laughs> yeah. I, that's like the the times i went to weight watchers yeah it's like, well, and it's a very similar program i'm yeah. sure uh you basically weigh in every day. They have a bunch of little pep talks that you. They read. make you dance. They, well, that was later, but yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, they have a little bunch of pep talks, and then you weigh in every day, and then you record everything you eat, and that's what helps me the most, just to be aware. Mm-hmm. of what I'm doing and then they have these little categories and I'm sure Weight Watchers has a similar thing uh, Weight Watchers uses points mm-hmm. uh, this they have a certain number of calories are red which you eat less of certain and those are things like butter and cream yeah, and yeah you need them uh, ranch dressing uh, sour cream whatever um, you know your hamburger, fats hamburger uh, mm-hmm. hot dogs pizza those are all red, but they're not off limits. You just eat less of them. Mm-hmm. And then there's yellow, which is chicken and um, different things like that. And you have a little more of that in a day that you're allowed, or more of that. And then there's the green category, which you can eat as much of as you want wow. up until your 1,200 calories. Okay. You know, you can't so roll. it is 1200 yeah 1200 plus and if the more you exercise they give you some cal- calories right. back right you know weight watchers started doing that yeah. too which was always nice because yeah. i walk you know a couple yeah. miles yeah, that's, that's nothing and they give day. me you know and then i could have a bag of popcorn uh, yeah so. yeah so, so i generally <laughs> wind up with about 1400 calories allowed mm-hmm. with my activities and it's really worked i've lost almost 30 pounds <laughs> that's amazing yeah not quite but almost 30 pounds and uh cousin amy was also a um an inspiration because she went on a different program and she's lost a lot too. Yeah. And, and you then, both, it shows on both of you yeah, all. Yeah. Well, and I just feel so much better. It's, that's, that's my goal. Was to, I'd gotten to the point where I wasn't feeling good and it was hard to do all the stuff I had yeah. to do. And I said, this is going to stop. Yes. I'm not particularly vain. I don't really... Uh, I make fun of those pictures that you took of me. That really wasn't it. The the main thing was just not feeling good. Mm-hmm. That that's my problem because I really have a lot I have to do in a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and carrying around extra weight is not helping. No, no, it it makes a difference. That's why they say if you can just take ten percent off what you weigh, yeah. it makes such a difference in you know your blood sugar, blood yeah. pressure. 
so sure. many things. I'm and sure. um, yeah, not that I go to a doctor or know anything about those things, but <laughs> but anyway, but I do feel a lot better and, uh, and can get around and and I actually almost ran all the way home today because it was so darn cold. I, oh man, that wind last night. Yeah. We had gusts up to 50 miles per hour. Yeah, and we're going to have snow again this weekend. Ice. Ice. Ice snow? and snow, but my, uh, yeah, it's going to be a mixture. It's going to be nasty. Yeah. So and you know what's so sad? You All you meadows, I mean all you folks who hear us talk about Meadows of Dan, our little community, and Leslie and I have often talked about Mayberry Presbyterian Church, where we attend, a little yep. rock church. And our minister has been with us 14, 15 years. Quite a while, yeah. And he retired. Yeah. Yes. And we're supposed to be having the retirement party on yeah. Sunday afternoon, but yeah. that'll be changed till the yeah, next week. Yeah, I noticed week. they said that they, they had a snow date on that one. Yeah, yeah. Because they just know... <laughs> Have to do that. Yeah, I was supposed to work all weekend for Jerry. Uh, I told him I couldn't work Sunday afternoon. I went in today. He said, well, don't worry about Sunday. You won't be here anyway. Nobody, yeah. <laughs> I think Sunday is the day we'll yeah. all be hunkering. Hunkering in. So I've got the wood in. i got the wood stove started. i got everything ready to go. Yeah. Just in case. All right, well, should we move on to... A little sweet? Yes, indeed. Yeah, all right. Well, I have some stuff. Good. To do. I I have my ups and downs and wrestle with nitpicks. Sometimes I'm at a yarn shop. Um, but Nitpicks does a really good job. And what is Nitpicks? Nitpicks is a um, catalog for knitters. Uh, mostly oh, wow. yarn and some tools and books and things. And they do a good job. So um, so it kind of wrestles. They have hand-painted. And I thought, oh, shoot, you know, they're competing with me. And they can sell everything so much less than I can. But they do a good job. They, they have decent yarns for the money. Uh, you don't get tons of knots and things in their stuff. They have some really nice patterns. So I got the catalog the other today, the other day, and there's some some new um, new yarns. One's called Capretta. The only thing I don't like is almost everything is superwash. What's and that mean? It's a it's a process that they use so it won't shrink. Uh. It's kind of um, a it strips the um, I think it's a chemical, and it strips the scales off the fiber so that it won't shrink. Oh. Yeah. Old felt. Old does, felt. Does that affect... Um, why don't you like that? I guess I'm just a naturalist. And mm. I just like... I like the... I like yarn that... Yeah, it should felt sometimes. And yeah, you should have to be careful with it sometimes. And you should really hand wash... I hand wash even super wash. Mm-hmm. Because I just think the stuff winds up... The article lasts longer and looks better longer. But they have a new, um, it's called Capretta, Special Reserve, Marina and Cashmere for $21.99, 460 yards. So it's a beautiful yarn. And then so where do, do they advertise for people? Like, could you advertise in there? Or? No, no, no. This is all their stuff. Mm. This is their, uh, it's a catalog. And where are they out of? Oh, uh, Vancouver, Washington. Hmm. Yep. Yeah, but they do a really good. So job. they're sort of the LL Bean of yeah, yarns. Yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of the, the the thing. And they have some tools. They have these adorable stitch markers that look like little sheep. And they're also, you know, they're pretty smart because they put in. There's a black sheep in there, <laughs> so that you can uh, use it to. Um, Mark the, part, the beginning of your row or, or some special something. There's, um, and then there's some others. The only thing I'm a little uncomfortable with right here, and I'm going to have to check it out, there's a mini tool set. 
they've got it for $49.99. It's got a, um, a gauge square and a, a, a Kitchener thing and um, several different tools. And I think I've seen that somewhere before, made privately by somebody. By somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm a little concerned about that. I don't know where that came from, but maybe she sold out to nitpicks. Right. You know. You know. I, I they're so big. I don't think they would rip anybody off. But I don't know. And then more stitch markers and more nice um, bags. It's like if you're a knitter, you're into bags. Hat patterns. There was one more thing I was going to point out. They have a blocking kit. And this is the one thing that I have bought from Knitpicks and really, really like and use a lot. It's a large-scale blocking kit. It has the mats that uh, fit together that you can pin your item to. And it has a um, the T-pins. It has a tape measure. It has the delicate wool wash, which you don't need, a blocking basin, I don't even know what that is, a mesh sweater wash bag, and a mesh hanging sweater dryer. Hmm. So it's it's a, it's a nice set. So do, do they still make wool light? Yeah, they do. Do they? And yeah. I can remember as a kid, you know, because you'd have a cashmere sweater oh, or yeah. something. Yep. And you'd have that wool light. Yeah. I didn't even know if they still made that. Yeah, yeah, they still make wool light. Wool light, I've seen it. <laughs> but um, you don't really have to use a wool wash. It's um, I used on dishwashing detergent mm -hmm. to do my heavy washing. And then um, I just used a mild uh, a milder hand detergent or um, dishwashing detergent. Now uh, you taught a class at the Reynolds Homestead where I work yeah. uh, for the Weavers group. Yeah, we had a blast. Tell us, tell me about yeah. that. I forgot to ask you how that yeah, went. Yeah, and uh, I should have looked it up. There's a pa uh, it's a paper it's a tissue that's impregnated with dye. Oh. And uh, this was something totally brand new. I was trying to think of something that we could do in a workshop. Because dyeing generally takes several steps in several days. So to do an afternoon workshop, it's right. kind of hard to come up with something that you wouldn't have to, um, like, come back the next day. Mm. Uh, natural dyeing in particular, which a lot of people are interested in. So I came across this stuff. And I said, this is fun. Uh, you... Take a piece of silk, silk scarf or whatever, and uh, you layer these bits of, I just tore them, these pieces of paper hmm. that are impregnated with the dye onto the scarf and stack the layers. Or you can lay the scarf out and lay, and lay the pieces on it, whatever you want to do. And I always uh, recommend to not use more than three colors mm -hmm. because it can get muddy because the colors cross each other and whatever. So anyway, after you get it laid out the way you want, you just get it wet. Wow. And then you go talk for half an hour and do do your business meeting and then come back and all the color has moved into the scarf. That's pretty easy. Yes, it's very easy and then you take it home, throw it in the dryer and that's what sets the color. Now, I don't know. I haven't tried it to see. I've made two or three, and I haven't tried it to see if they wash well. You know, uh, the um, it's so new, there really wasn't very much information out there about it. So did everyone bring a... Everybody, well... Um, like a white scarf or um, something? Yeah, yeah. They. Um, I think um, the... The club, the group provided the scarves. I provided the tissue. Mm -hmm. And I bought tons of it because I didn't know how many people would show. It was about 18, though. Wow, that's it's, a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I have a whole lot left. So and then I just gave it to them because, <laughs> you know, so they could um, do it. But yeah, it, it was an interesting little workshop. I enjoyed it. It's such a lovely group. 
Mm-hmm. And I had heard good things about yeah. you. But, uh, yeah, well, they they uh, do a really good job. Uh, or they're a lovely group, and I've done the rug cookers several mm-hmm. times. And so we uh, really like that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'll try to, I'll find the name of the stuff and put it in our show notes because I can't right off the top of my head remember what it's called. But it's, it's could you tie dye with that too? Or? Not so much, I don't think. No. Yeah, but you could, you could really, you know, somebody clever, uh, you could do a dyed, and I'm going to try a doing scene. this. You could dye the scarf, and then you could cut it into shapes like birds or flowers or whatever, and put it on mm-hmm. like stencils. Yeah, and, and make it like a yeah, like a stencil or whatever. I thought that would be pretty. It would probably be maybe more diffuse because mm-hmm. well, dye naturally runs. Right, but I think like a Monet so, or something, yeah, lily yeah, pot or exactly. something. So I, I think you would get, but I think you could still get a really interesting effect. But I haven't had a chance to try that. Hmm. So, uh, and uh, you, can, you can do it on uh, canvas. Uh, one girl I looked up had done, um, painted the background of a art canvas, you know, like you put an oil painting on. And then she had used the um, the paper to do overlay type stuff. Oh, neat! I've never heard of such. Yeah, yeah. And then there were a couple where'd other you things. buy it? I bought it at um, Dharma Trading, my mm. favorite place in San Francisco. That uh, when I went to San Francisco, I did not go there. <laughs> <laughs> you knew you'd have to buy an extra suitcase. To yeah, come exactly. Home. I already I had to ship books home. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that was a really fun thing to do. Yeah. All right, and I'm actually knitting and crocheting. Well, you always knit. Well, yeah, but I've been doing kind of bored, boring things. And but you haven't crocheted in a while. I haven't crocheted in a long time. I've been. I was having trouble with my hands, with my wrists. So I kind of quit crocheting, but I mean, Daddy has been in th- was in therapy all summer, and we've been continuing some of his exercises. So in order to get him to do the exercise, I do them with him. Oh, that's good. And so I bought myself some three-pound weights, and one of the exercises is just a, I don't know what you call the, a flex, mm-hmm. uh, and it has strengthened my wrist so much Excellent. that I'm not having the pain anymore. So Amy found this wonderful uh, pattern. It's called the Superfine Sampler by uh, The Hat and I. That's the name of the company. And it's made with Peyton's Croy socks, which is not particularly superfine, I don't think. But um, but that's what she calls it. Maybe it's superfine because it's a fine pattern. But you uh, crochet it in strips. It's a ripple pattern. And, and what you, are you making? A hat? It's a um, blanket. A what? It's a blanket. Oh, a blanket. Yeah. it had. I had a huge box full of yarn that um, I had to buy to make this. And uh, so it's, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve... Um, 22 balls yeah 22 balls of the main color or of the different colors plus uh, 5 balls plus 9 balls to complete the border and attaching them together so that's a lot of yarn that's a lot of yarn yes, this was what a lot size of yarn. blanket are you talking about well it's supposed to be around 49 by 65 that's like a queen size bed or no no, no. It's not quite that big. No, it, it's a it's probably a twin bed size, and um, anyway, I've I've started, I've got part of the first um, strip done. <laughs> well, that's pretty. But it's Interesting a wool yarn. Yeah, it's a wool yarn. She'll take a picture for you. Yeah, guys. I'll take a picture. And uh, I didn't. Amy pretty much did the same colors that the. Um, designer did so hers is going to be jewel tones I did totally different colors because that's me and uh, so I'm, I'm going to have a lot of turquoise and different things oh that'd be pretty yeah 
and uh, I was talking to my stitching group the other night. I don't know where I'm going to put it to keep the cat from running it, but I'll think of something because he is destructive. And since Amy's not here, and maybe she won't listen before her birthday, I when's her birthday? Uh, the sixteenth of January. Oh wait, that's just in a couple of days. Yeah, it's just in a few days. Uh, for my birthday, she showed up on my doorstep with some marvelous uh, high rubber boots, which I needed so badly. I had a pair I bought at a yard sale, but they leaked. <laughs> Uh, so I went and bought some um, I'm stubborn I'm not too intelligent sometimes I went and bought some anti-leak you know that you spray on it uh, when Amy showed up with these boots we went and looked at the old ones and they were like splits they had rye rye <laughs> so that wasn't <laughs> well bless her heart bless so. her heart indeed yes. so I really I mean wading through those 22 inch drifts or three foot drifts. Oh yeah, it was marvelous because I have to go take care of Dad three times a day. Yeah, and it's you, not that far. But it's a long driveway, and it was yeah. uh, it was above our knees. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was breaking trail, and then the wind would blow, and my trail would be gone, and then I'd break trail again. So I also bought myself some snowshoes. Good. You used to always have those things you put on the bottom of your... Yeah, that doesn't help when it's three feet. I still have the... Right, uh, that's the for ice. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah for that's for ice. ice. Yeah, but th- this, that didn't help for... Um, you mean snowshoes like... Like, like snowshoes. Yeah. <laughs> Peter and Kathleen had told me years ago I needed to get snowshoes. Mm-hmm. And I was just... I don't know. And In fact, one year they loaned me Mrs. Jonas's skis. Mm-hmm. Well, that was disaster. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, they are active people, right? You know, right? And, Peter and, goes skiing on oh, the Blue yeah. Ridge Parkway when it gets yeah, snow he just, on. It. He just, you know, that's how they get around. They right. just snowshoe. And, so she, Kathleen, had brought me her snowshoes years ago when I still had to shop up at the corner. Mm-hmm. To when we had that really big bad snow, because I was walking up and back and forth, waiting to the shop. Uh, but I was afraid to use them because I weigh so much more than she does. I didn't want to break them. Oh, are yeah. they made of wicker or something? No, they're made of canvas and and uh, canvas and metal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking of you know the old fashioned oh, yeah, uh, no, Canadian. Yeah, we <laughs> had a set of those at the shop. Somebody bought them, but it would never have helped me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us how they worked. I don't know yet. It hadn't snowed. Oh, so maybe this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. So, but uh, but I'm told it's not too hard to do. You just walk, mm. and it also has poles, so I won't fall over. Oh, <laughs> I can goodness. just picture falling over on them. So yeah, I will let you know. But anyway, for Amy, I'm making Susie's reading mitts. Those are beautiful. Uh-huh, out of alpaca. Uh, the this is the original pattern. I bought it years and years ago. Uh, from Janelle Masters and she designed this for Dancing You Yarns and I don't know quite what happened but the pattern, this particular pattern is no longer available but there is another version uh, that is uh, out there but there was some kind of uh, copyright issue somewhere hmm. along the way. So tell us about why they're called reading myths. I think it was just a name she gave them. She didn't really... Well, I never very did. clever get that market, you know, yeah. when it's cold like this evening. You Absolutely. Know. And they're You're, just, they're really nice. They, uh, they're pretty long. Of course, I made them a little longer than the pattern. I added about five rows to the hand because I like it to be... Uh, and, and probably it would be better... You can kind of fold it down. But it has a eyelet pattern at the top and the bottom. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I just thought she needed something kind of fancy. So I'm hoping I get it finished before. But it, it's a simple pattern. It's well written. Um, you can... The best way to um, change sizes, in my opinion, is to use a thicker or thinner yarn. So if you want a small, this is making a fairly loose mitt uh, for a woman's size. Uh, the yarn I'm making using is a DK, 
so it's a little bit looser. Um, so if you wanted to do a, a tighter uh, knit, you could use a fingering weight, and it still would be nice, I think. See, now that's what I need for my socks, because my socks need to be looser at the top. Oh, okay. My birthday's in July. Oh, okay. Well, I'll work on that. <laughs> i got a pair of socks in, on right now that are way too tight in my feet part. I'm not oh, happy. it drives me crazy. Yeah. 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 So, um... Yeah, well, we can see about that. <laughs> yes, I think that's a whole market for people who... Well, of course, there's the diabetic population yeah. that need the... Yeah, um, the looser ones. The looser. Yeah, yeah. But that's... You know, yeah. I'm not diabetic, but they, yeah. they cut in and then they itch and then sure, they drive yeah. me crazy. Yeah, exactly. So I think there could be a market for that. Well, I'll tell you what. It's like I told Mr. Cecil Cox years ago. We were down at the um, the crooked well, it wasn't the crooked road at the time, but we were down at the pizza place and they were having music and, was, and so my friend and I were sitting there knitting, and I was knitting a pair of, knitting on a pair of socks, and uh, Cecil said, "Well, when you're done, bring them on over." And I said, "Sir," and I mean he he had more money than God. Right. I said, "You can't afford them." <laughs> <laughs> By the time I make a pair of socks, because I don't love making a pair of socks, I have to love you, yeah. and I will give it to you. But I'm not going to sell them to you, because it would be really expensive. And mm. I know people do uh, do in a... Uh, I did know a girl that used to make reenactment socks. Oh, yeah, for the that's Civil a market. Guys. Yeah, but she used a, a thick wool yarn, and she could whip them out in no time. Mm. You know, because it's this very simple, you know, pattern. And um, she just used big needles and a thicker yarn, and she could... But if I made them with the loose top, it would be kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. So, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but there, you know, uh, we have a... my One of my... Or my very favorite uh, present that I got this year... Was from Kathleen, and she gave me a pair of socks. I she gave me a pair of socks too. I yeah. haven't tried them on yet. Yeah, from I've got mine in my rotation. They're so nice and cushy mm -hmm. and woolly. But we have a sock place down in uh, Man Area. It's like a seconds. Oh yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to go. Mm -hmm. Well, just to familiarize our audience, this area used to be very big in textiles and Mount Airy had, I don't know, three or four different sock companies. At least, yeah. At one time. I mean, the actual factories. Yeah. And um, and now their most famous brand um, are the Farm to Feet. No, that's not how it goes. What is it? Farm to Feet. Farm to Feet. Yeah, yeah. So those are made in Mount Airy? Yes. Okay, because I've been seeing those around. But yeah. I didn't know they were made down there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And they're um, they're pretty expensive, but you can get them at that outlet uh. store for, you know, five bucks instead of 20. Right. And my granddaughter, who lives in Nashville, you know, I've given them to her several times. And they're sort of popular socks sure. for the youngins. You know, yeah. she's 14 to have. that yeah. That's one of those brand things. Cool. Yes, yeah. So when you can get that, five bucks. Okay. Farm to feet. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we better do... A little tart. All right. And we have the best book club. We really do. People are jealous of us. They were saying to me last night, I was at Postcard Club, yeah. and two or three people came up and they're like, we are so jealous of your book club in Meadows of Dan. Well, they could come. Well, I will. Yeah, but now that we more. have over 20 and we no, need no. in each other's homes. <laughs> it's hard to get is, everybody in. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> but we do. We drink wine. We say what we think. We... Uh, but everybody's so respectful. People are very respectful, yeah. and there's usually between 15 and 20 of right. us. Um, 
it's just wonderful. In the books this past year, we did Strong Women. And we had some really good ones. We had great books. Yes. Uh, the last one, I can't remember who um, recommended it, but it was called Code Girls by uh, Liza Monday. M-U-N-D-Y. Uh-huh. And it's about the uh, women that uh, worked in the um, code breaking in during World War II. Yes, indeed. And they started it out early, early. Yeah. Um, right after Pearl Harbor, pretty much. Yeah. And they were mostly graduates at first. They were graduates of, of like the Seven Sister College, yeah. Bryn Mawr and, you right. know, Wellesley and, yeah. um, and brought them to Washington, D.C. and mm-hmm. basically told them, you must never tell anybody what you're doing. In fact, even told them they'd be fined ten thousand dollars. Yeah, which back like, then might as well have been a million. Yeah, you know? really. These young girls. Yeah, they they were young women. They uh, brought them in to um, facilities, um, almost like camps, dormitories. Mm-hmm. They took over a school. Mm-hmm. They just kind of booted these people out of this girls' Absol- school. Well, and, the war was going on. Yeah, Ar- yeah. Arlington House uh, right. was the name of it. And then they also took, um, uh, there were a couple of other facilities in the country as well, I think. But, well, uh, in Chicago one yeah. started. But most of them most were of around D.C. In, yeah. in fact, one of the facilities was um, the ancestral home of my brother-in-law. Ah, Okay. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and right now the name is yeah. <laughs> jump it's not jumping yeah, into but it was it was fascinating. And what's really interesting to me is there were um these women that belonged to another book club that we belonged to, the Barnard ladies. They were um well, they were sisters and they married different people. One was a Helms and one was uh mm-hmm. uh and they went to DC during that time period to work as secretaries. It makes you wonder now. It makes you wonder because they uh, they would tell stories about being young women up there. Mm-hmm. At, at one book club, I, I don't even remember why we got off on that subject. Mm-hmm. But I, I always admired them so much because oh, yes. that was so radical back then for a yes. mountain girl to go off somewhere and um, and work. Right, but World War Two was different, and yeah. and what was fascinating at our book club, and we did have about twenty, yeah, twenty five people, and one of our visitors, yeah, had come with her cousin, um, and her aunt, was a code or as girl. they say around here, her aunt, her aunt was a code girl. And they never found it out until I think it was 1992. And this is after she had died. Yeah. And they found reference, but she had never told them. They knew she worked in DC, but they just, I guess these code girls just said, you know, we work as secretaries. Yeah. They just never told. In fact, one of the women that, um, I, I can't remember if she was interviewed or it was just a story in the book. The woman, young woman's father died, never knowing what she'd done. Exactly. And it, it was like a wage that he would have been so proud of her. Oh. But she couldn't tell. I know. It's yeah. sad. And then some of the women that the author interviewed were uncomfortable even after 50 years talking to her about it because they had it so drilled into them. She was very nervous. Not do this. That's right. I mean it took this Liza Mundy years to go through all the research Mm -hmm. because it just basically their secrecy erased the history. Yeah. But it was it was women. The women wrestled. And they were solving major, yeah, they major were like, codes. They Japanese were like saving and, people's lives. Absolutely. The German U-boats determining yeah. where in the ocean they were. And, yeah. And to find, a, um, find people to fight. The ocean's big. Oh, amazing. They don't just exactly run into each other. 
No, I mean, these were mathematical. Yeah. A lot of them were. Yeah, they were just really, really smart and, uh, and really dedicated. One of the things that women wrestled with was the fact that for every, every one of them that was hired freed up a man to go to war. Right. Uh, that was a tough thing to deal with. Yes. Of course, that was, you know, they wanted as many men out and gone, and the men, you know, kind of, I think they wanted that too, but then... Well, but some resented it. Yeah, I'm sure There were some men who resented it. Well, and after a year or two of them, uh, and they were working for not-so-great wages, uh, they, but some of them were, it was better wages than what well, they were earning should, as yeah. school teachers or whatever. Yeah, but that, that's then when the military, they got to join. Some of them got to join. And that's yeah. when the waves and the wax. Yeah. And, yeah. But the, the Navy hired the um, women first, I think. I think it was. Yeah. Yes. And, and they had and to go through gave them a, rank. a boot camp yeah, of sorts. And gave them a rank. Mm hmm. And, um, so yeah, it was it was a complicated time. Very, very. And then some of the women um, went on to stay professional women. So back in the fifties, when you got married, that's pretty much you gave up your mm-hmm. career, raised kids. Well, the woman who was visiting, whose aunt was yeah, she a, the code married. breaker, she never married. And she ended up working for the Department of Agriculture, yeah. I believe. So who knows what yeah, she did? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it it was an interesting. Uh, I learned a lot about. So I had no idea of a lot of it Mm-mm. at all. No, and I listened to that on audio book, and. I mean, you know, I drive 30 miles each yeah. way, and there were times it was like, oh my gosh, if they say another code, because yeah. they would read them out, well, the yeah, numbers, yeah. and I thought, boy, I'm glad I'm not reading this book, right. because I'm not sure I would have finished it, yeah. but... Of course, all that just, um, you know... Oh, I, I'm so glad. Yeah. It was fascinating. Yeah. I'm so glad that we did it. Yeah, it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the one of the others I think we have time to talk about was um, the tea girl of Hummingbird Lane. Right, that the handle, uh, and that and the one before it, before we were yours. Oh yes, which were about the children who were kidnapped. Right, they in had Memphis. very similar. In in some ways, it had similar themes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the before we were yours, I think was my best, the best book I read in two thousand seventeen. Oh, it was excellent. It was very well done. It was moving. But it was sad because it was real. It was in yeah. Memphis. Yeah, Tennessee. it was a fictionalized account, but it actually happened. This woman made money out of stealing pretty children um from poor people. Yeah, and, and in the area. The these were boat children from the Mississippi. Yeah, yeah some of them, um, yeah. Uh, but they were uh at uh at risk families that really had no recourse. Right. Uh, the particular story that they followed, which I was pretty, I'm fairly sure it was fictionalized in a lot of ways, but I'm sure this could have happened. The mother died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. I think. And, or, uh, yeah. and, um, so the father was left with the children, very poor, and, um, he, his behavior was maybe not Absolutely perfect. He kind of well, I think he, a little well, bit. especially he was so in love with his yeah, wife it was just that a, he freaked it, out. Yeah, it was just a really bad time. Mm-hmm. So they they targeted these people at vulnerable times yes. and just swept in and took the children. Yeah, and hit them. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't even like it was social services yeah, or anything. They, just they took would them hide them. Yeah, they took them away and hid them, and and then they separated the kids out. And so the, the the little girl that was the story was about, she was a little bit older, and um, she tried to get home, and different things happened, and she finally wound up going back to the people that adopted her, and they took good care of her. And it's told from the point of view is when she was getting on toward el- elderly. Mm-hmm. 
but, but I would definitely recommend. Oh, it's absolutely mm-hmm. well, very well done, mm-hmm. very well written, and really interesting. And then the Tea Girl of Hummingbird Lane was about a, a young woman that had been adopted in China. Mm-hmm. And she was from the Hill People, uh, a little uh, different group than um, the uh, conventional Chinese. I learned a lot. Yeah, that, that one book. was really interesting. But it was too. a good story, well yeah. written, uh-huh. nicely told. So we had some really good books. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. Next week we'll pick our books for this upcoming year. Yes. Yes, so. that will be nice. Yeah. 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 The, um, now I've been trying to think of something good. I have, the, my first two books of 2019 were not good books. I was oh, very disappointed. That's a shame. Yeah. I'm reading the latest Louise Penny, as I yeah. mean, as I said, well, and it's great. <laughs> well, I, I just picked up a Charles Todd. You, oh yeah, I gave you a Charles. Yeah, Todd that's probably the for one your birthday. That yeah, that's probably the one I'm reading about World War One. Yeah, Nurse. and so far mm-hmm. I've, I've just. Dived into it both with both feet. It's oh, really, good. really good. Uh, let's see. A Duty to the Dead is the name of it. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And I have been listening to a new author on my audio uh-huh. books. I think it's Peter Swanson and he's great. Great. Oh, he just has me mesmerized. I mean, they're sort of mystery thriller cool. types, but, uh, cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, for some reason I picked a, a mystery set in the Wild West. Oh. And I don't know why. It, and it just wasn't my kind of book. I'm sure it was fine. It's just not my kind of book. Well, that's all right. We'll get you back on track. Yeah, getting back on track. All right, so I think we need to do... A Little Unexpected. Uh, we had nothing, do we? Well, that's, you know how I always <laughs> look like a deer in the headlight. <laughs> Unexpected. Yeah. Well, we were doing, um, before our long hiatus, we were doing recipes uh-huh. of different types of things. I'll tell you what I had last night, and maybe we can find a recipe. But Shirley King brought to our covered dish dinner at Postcard Antique Postcard and Collectibles Club the best corn pudding I'd ever Ooh. had. It almost tasted like egg custard with corn, you know, all oh, that in it. Lovely. It was that consistency, not yeah. not your typical corn. Right. It was good. Wow. So maybe that's something. Yeah. Okay, well, well, Trumpets, how will we find a good... Well, I'll ask Shirley. Yeah, ask Shirley about her recipe, Mm -hmm. and we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've been trying to eat healthy. Well, but this would take a lot of eggs, and your chickens are laying eggs again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And eggs aren't bad for you. You just have to... What I've been doing in order to make myself do this is I've been cooking several things in a day. And then, um, then I have food for several days mm-hmm. and mix it up. You know, I'll, I'll do like a, a grill three or four pieces of chicken and, um, stuff like that. Oh, you're so good. But I'm a simple person. I was, uh, I, I went through all the things and found all these elaborate recipes and, uh, downloaded a couple of apps that had recipes and, I'm a simple person. I I don't want to get into all that. No, well, we don't like to cook. Yeah, Leslie, it's just neither not one of us. I enjoy. Mm-mm. If I enjoyed it, it'd be different. You know, we had, we know people that love to cook, and they love to cook for us. Yeah, so, we like hey. that too. <laughs> yeah. It's not like we don't like the food. We're yeah, just... exactly. But but I am perfectly happy with just a piece of chicken on the grill. Some steamed Brussels sprouts or some, yeah, I know you don't like Brussels sprouts, Ew, uh, or, uh, asparagus or, and, um, the Schwann's truck. I love the Schwann's truck. We got involved with the Schwann's truck because dad was bored with my cooking. <laughs> and, and now he doesn't eat anything off the Schwann's truck, so I'm stuck with it. But they have a multi-grain loaf 
a little loaf of bread Ooh. that's already cooked, and then you just heat it up for 13 minutes. Let's split it in half. Ooh, that's perfect. And it's it's in my green category. Ooh. It's not terrible, um, terribly category, um, lots of calories, and I love it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that's probably that. what keeps you on the diet, having some good bread. Yeah, you gotta have bread. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I said I wasn't gonna compromise on sour cream. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing without sour cream. I'm not doing without my ranch dressing. There you go. That's all right. <laughs> Those are very important to yeah, you. Yeah, just cut it down. That's I, right. I got rid of mayonnaise completely. I used yogurt, uh, a, a no-fat yogurt as a mayonnaise. Mm. You know, instead of yeah, that's it's good. Oh well, that's mayonnaise good. is horrible stuff. So. Ah, <laughs> and I can I, use mustard and ketchup if I want. Mm-hmm. So I got rid of the mayonnaise and substitute that. I do more hard boiled eggs than uh, fried eggs, like scrambled eggs. It's not that bad. No, and I'm proud of you. Yeah, well, I'm happy. I need to emulate you. Yeah, no, you're fine. Mm. <laughs> you're fine, but so many people um, inspired me with for this because there were a lot of people that have been, you know, getting some awareness. Yeah. And not going crazy about it. I don't expect to be at 119 pounds. <laughs> you know, uh, if I if I lose five more pounds, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I lose the 20 more I'd like to lose, I'll be thrilled. But if I don't, I won't cry. Well, you can keep us abreast okay. of how you're doing. All right. And you were going to um, find that recipe from Shirley. Yes. Okay. And I guess we probably ought to wrap it up. All right. Well, it's been fun, and thank you all for joining us. And we will be more we will be more focused next time. But we just figured we had a lot of to cover this time. Our show notes can be found at quincepodcast.com. Uh, we also have a Facebook page under Quince Podcast. You can find us on iTunes. Uh, under Quince Podcast or Beth Almond Ford or Leslie Sheeler. And we're also on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Uh, if you have that app on your phone or tablet. Great. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.